0: I think we, we live in a, in a beautiful time to, to be a woman and, you know, women, um, I mean, it's, it's been happening, you know, like I, from, from sixties, even earlier on onwards, but, but now we, we finally, you know, like women are, are more and more often sticking together, helping women in their community, helping women in other communities around the world. And um, just, you know, gathering, working on projects together and, uh, Thinking, you know, like um, helping each other in in crisis
1: Welcome to the Diving for Pros podcast I'm your host, Miss Gina P. Nelson On this show, we will feature women in the UAE and across the globe who are breaking ground in their industry while at the same time transforming the cultural landscape. The women whom we will feature here on this podcast are in many ways analogous to pearl divers, women who have taken calculated risks to uncover and harvest pearls of wisdom, insights that have led them to illuminate their pathway and the pathway of others. These women are thought leaders, innovators, visionaries. Women who embody the spirit of the founding father of the UAE His Highness Sheikh Zayed bin Sultan al-Nayan. We invite you to listen in, take the plunge, reflect on the poignant stories of courage and resilience while delving deeper into your own journey of self-discovery and exploration. Pearls lie not on the seashore. If thou desirest one, thou must dive for it. Anonymous. Good afternoon,
2: everyone. Welcome to the Diving for Pearls podcast. This is a podcast that's homegrown in the UAE. was conceived about a year ago with myself and one of my partners, a good close friend of mine by the name of Dr. Maddie Jones. And we really wanted to feature women who were groundbreakers in their industry, be it music, arts, education, uh, financial industry. And we're really looking to feature women who are thought leaders, innovators, visionaries, women who embody the core values of the founding father of the UAE, So those are women who exhibit tolerance, loyalty, unity, charity, and community. And we're trying to really bring a platform to the UAE to expose others across the world um, about the rich contributions that women in the UAE, be it Emirati and non-Emirati women, um, bring to the forefront. So this is actually our first podcast. As I mentioned, our podcast was conceived about a year ago. However, we had the opportunity to pitch the idea to a television station here in Dubai. It's RBC station, satellite TV. And they actually liked the idea so much that they agreed to record it for us as a show. And we did begin a recording. However, with restructuring and now the COVID-19, we are now moving to the podcast segment.
0: And, wings to fly.
2: And, wings. and today we have a guest who we've actually had the privilege of interviewing previously on RBC Station. And we will let you know when their final release of that taping um, will hopefully it'll be due out in the next couple months, we hope. But we've had the honor of actually interviewing her previously. We've asked her to come back because she's now released some new music. She is a Dubai-based music composer, pianist, singer, and songwriter um, who comes from Serbia. And she is with us today. So let us say hello to Alexandra Kerstic.
0: Hello, and thank you for having me. It's such a beautiful introduction. It's so always a pleasure talking to you. Yes, we are so glad to have you back
2: here. Okay. Especially now in light of the many changes that have happened because of COVID-19. So we definitely are gonna ask you to speak a little bit about how you've come to terms with it um, as an individual and as a musician, and um, what you've changed as a result of this new normal that everyone's calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also talk about your music and your influences. So Amazing. Begin with, uh, COVID-19, because that's on everyone's minds. And first I want to say on behalf of the Diving for Pearls podcast team, we definitely want to express our sympathies and condolences with anyone who has lost either someone close to them and have been affected either directly or indirectly. So we definitely want to send out our prayers, heartfelt prayers and condolences to those of you out there. And um, we definitely want to say keep fighting the fight because we'll get through it together. So Alexandra, I want to ask you like how are you coping and coming to terms with this situation considering that the UAE now has been on quarantine for a little more than a month? So how what are you doing and what are you changing up in your daily weekly routine
0: just yeah, uh, apart from uh, from not working actually just taking some time to to spend with the loved ones and to learn uh, new things to to read more to to you know like catch up with whatever is on uh, netflix or or just to kind of take a maybe a healthy path you know go go back to actually like eating healthy and you know like just being mindful about uh, about life and about everything that's that's going on uh actually I, i kind of somewhat enjoy you know like just having having more time for for me and for for my family and uh Trying to, to stay creative and to work on some music, to, you know, like practice piano. and <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yes, um, I have seen a lot of artists. Thank you, Alexandra. I've seen a lot of artists doing some amazing things. You know, some people are hosting concerts, uh, mini concerts with some of their friends. Uh, yeah.
0: Into uh,
2: to all of us, actually. <laughs>
0: I've done quite quite a few actually. There was there was one the first one I've done was, um there is like an Indian uh, organization that um, hosts uh, these um, IG live concerts in in a uh, few cities around the world, and there was like a Dubai edition. So I did a fifteen uh, or, or half an hour, half an hour mm-hmm. uh, set. Okay. And uh, then there was a, a BDXB organized by uh, Big Hass. He's, uh, he's one of one of the most amazing people in this um, music community. So he had, he gathered like a um, bunch of artists and uh, we we all had like a uh, short performances and like just a few others on my own. And so it's uh, it's kind of a very fun way, you know, like, and, and a beautiful way to connect, you know, and help people to, you know, have the time pass and uh, people can still enjoy your music, you know, while, uh, while they're at home. And it's a lot of artists did that. And I, I think it's, it's a great idea and great movement, you know.
2: Yeah. For
0: <laughs> a little contribution that we can make.
2: Oh, definitely. And I always think of it as a universal language, um, so no matter you know what the situation is around the world, it connects us in a quite a unique way to be honest so what speaking of concerts and individuals getting together on obviously social media platforms and online platforms to um, come together and actually collaborate on concerts, do you think? that's going to become the new normal, even beyond when COVID-19 kind of settles um, and there is a vaccine. How do you think the current situation will change the way artists actually create music?
0: Hmm. I think it's it's an amazing new way to connect. uh, I think artists also do you get like uh, more audience because now we're all at home and and you know like people do spend a lot of time on social media looking for different content so i think it's it's a it's a good new way to to connect with your audience i, I don't think uh, on a long run it's gonna be the the new norm and i think after a while you know people will get back to you know like going uh, out and going uh, to see live concerts and stuff mm-hmm. but but for now i think it's it's uh, i mean it's it's the only way mm-hmm. for artists to to communicate with their audience and it's it's a very beautiful way you know it's uh, it's it's also very interesting when you when you're doing it because you don't know what's going on or over there on the other side Mm-hmm. uh like when you perform live, you see the reaction of your audience, so you know like you know also how to how to play music you know and what to play you know in order to you know engage your audience. but this is very interesting because you don't don't know what's going on on the other side and uh, you see it only via you know like texts that people send you. people also do get to pay I think more attention. When you perform on i g live or something because uh, you know there is no like destruction of, of of a space you know like and um, and you know whatever is going on let's say in a concert or in a bar or something so it's it's uh, it's i mean I'm, I'm it's very interesting to see this moment in in history you know like of contemporary music and how how artists develop and how they communicate with the audience.
1: It's interesting when you talk
2: about moments in history and they say that most yeah. will look back at this time and we hope to all have, you know, a story to tell our grandchildren or, and our children, or it could be our nieces, nephews. It'll be kind of a thing where we say, I remember this time when X, Y, Z happened. <laughs> uh, it will be interesting. But I, I do agree with you. Um, now I think we are a little less distracted. Um, yeah. When you know, musicians are presenting to us uh, via you know, Zoom or whatever platform they're using, you tend to pay a lot more um, attention because you don't have to distract yeah. necessarily of having your friends with you. Um, you may be a little more in tune to mm-hmm. the music that's being played and the lyrics. So, true uh, it's, a, it's definitely a, I think it's a switch, but I think um it may be temporary, but um I think for now it's definitely what people need so thank you yeah
0: I've seen it I've seen uh, somewhere um somebody said you know like if if you thought that a music or arts um are not important, just try to you know, survive this period without music, without films, without, uh, you know, like different, without uh, painting or or whatever different forms of art.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) Would be difficult. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Have you, I know you've collaborated many times with fellow musicians and artists in Dubai and I think outside Dubai as well. The UE. Are any of your friends worried about the fate of music for now? Or everyone's pretty much keeping a positive mindset?
0: I think, yeah, many, many musicians are worried about it, at least the ones I've, I've spoken with. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, everybody's trying to, you know, find a way to to... Uh, you know, keep their music going or, or maybe work on some new music. Um, and, and just, you know, like just not let the time pass, you know, like without doing anything, you know, they, they are just trying to, to keep their music happening, you know, via um, and all of these like IG lives or Twitch or something. And, and also some like uh, studio home studio work or, or something or just you know like playing you know sometimes you know just enjoying and playing for for yourself yeah so we, we often forget to do that you know being a professional musician many times you just uh you know it, it it becomes almost i mean for me it never becomes a work but you know there there are just days when when you know you you just have so many gigs lined up and you forget to actually play, you know, music for, for yourself, you know, just sit and practice and enjoy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) enjoy playing. That's important.
2: (laughs) Yes. I haven't, I'm not familiar with the Twitch platform, but I definitely will have to check it out because I know that's an online platform that a lot of musicians are using um, to generate just even not necessarily money, necessarily in terms of revenue, but just to generate an audience. So I
0: will yeah, definitely. mostly DJs that I know they they use Twitch for for their sets because their sets are longer okay. and stuff, and it's a pretty stable platform mm-hmm. in terms of the sound and stuff. So, so yeah, I've been listening to like a few DJs having their sets on it.
2: Okay, I will definitely have to check it out. <laughs> Well, you know, here in UAE, every year, there is a theme. And last year, for those of you who don't live in the UAE, it was a year of tolerance. And this year, we haven't had a year declared yet. Um, I think it's also because of the situation. But if you had the opportunity to give this year a theme, what would you choose and why?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe a unity or something. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean this this is already a place that is very like beautifully united and I I think all all the people over here live in, in uh, such a you know harmony and uh, I, I don't know that that's just the first the first thing that comes to my mind what well, what would you what what would be the word you you you'd give it
2: yeah no it would be something along those lines and it still ties into some of the themes since I've been here even tolerance, maybe mm-hmm. Tolerance. Um, it's about people uniting. Um yeah. and I would even use a word stronger than tolerance because sometimes people think tolerance just means barely accepting it. But when you mm. put someone, I think it's even more stronger. So not only yeah. are you, but you're able to see their perspective. But I think now is a time, especially in light of COVID-19, for us to do more collaboration. Everything, racial lines, um, industry lines. COVID nineteen is, of course, affecting all of us, no matter what our social statuses, no matter what our races. It's affecting everyone around the world, indirectly and Yeah,
0: it is. It is such a such a beautiful thought. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen, you know, like so many changes, you know, and like countries sending help to each other, and and. People actually communicate things in, 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 a, in a good way. So we all, you know, get out of this as, as soon as possible. Yes. Yeah, collaboration. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Yeah. So. I
2: hadn't really thought about it um, in depth, but I did realize that they had it declared. You know, it's almost half of the way of the year. You know, we're already in May, and I thought it was interesting. Usually it's about the second month in. Or a third month in, that a theme is declared by the leaders of the state, but it hadn't been declared this year yet. So, and we, of course, we know it's also the year uh, 2020 in terms of the expo, which has been pushed back yeah. again um, because of COVID 19. So, during this time, we know that people look for heroes. Uh, yeah. Do you have any personal heroes? And this could be in music, outside of music. Or just in general, who do you turn to in times of crisis? Whether it's personal crisis or world crisis.
0: Uh, yeah, for me, it's always always the family and the, the closest ones. I, I, I think I'm, I'm very like a family-oriented person. Uh-huh. So I, I always do yeah, tend to to look for... And it's it's always somehow my mom, you know, like if, if I think about the influences or the, the Personal heroes or something. It, the first person always that comes to my mind is my mom. So the, yeah, yeah. I I also do try to solve many things on on my own. <laughs> like in in times of <laughs> in times of crisis, I've been I've learned to you know I've I've been so independent for such a long uh, period of time. Mm-hmm. That uh, that I've I've learned to you know cope with many things on my own. Yeah. So it's not not the preferred way, mm-hmm. I'd say. I, I, my preferred way is always like the closest people around me, you know, and uh, family.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, it's interesting because doctors right now. Yeah, I think the doctors are are like everybody's like uh, sure. personal heroes in a way because you know they're. They're the ones who are taking care of all of us and they're at the forefront of um, yeah. at the, at the battlefield. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it'll definitely, well, two things I'll say about what you just mentioned in terms of being a family-oriented person. Yeah, for me, of course, family is important, but I also have friends who substitute just as well as my family.
0: I, I, absolutely. Yes. I, I have I have so many beautiful friends, so many beautiful friends, friendships I made um, ever since I've been living in Dubai, mm-hmm. and th- those are like real friends, you know, that um, from all around the world, that you just got, there's just some, somehow appear in your life and then they're, they're there when you need them. Yes. Such, such, an ama- such amazing people, you know, and, uh, sure. consider myself a very lucky person. No,
2: For sure. And then um, just speaking of um, when you were talking about heroes and doctors being our heroes as well. And one of the things this has reminded me of, which I always um, trying to be better at, for sure, um, that individuals who are in our supermarkets, who are in the pharmacies, they're also our heroes because they are absolutely exposing themselves, of course, to the virus. Um, they are you know it could be the gas attendant and i think this absolutely world that they are also extremely important for us um because sometimes we do unfortunately you know we're so wrapped up in maybe a conversation we're having with whoever is sitting in our car or someone on the cell phone that we don't take the time to look them in the eye um to have a conversation to say hello so i think it'll
0: be poignant reminders for us as well Exactly. yeah. I, I mean, somebody said it, I read it somewhere, and they said, like, now you, you get to see, you know, like what what really, like, is important in the society and, you know, the doctors, and they, they said exactly the same thing, you know, yeah. the cleaners and the delivery guys and, uh, you know, people who, who, grocery store suppliers or whatever, you know, like people who work in grocery stores. Definitely. Exactly what, what, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so
2: we're going to switch—not necessarily switch gears—but now really depth and talk about your music, and in particular, we'll start actually with the the song "Beautiful Spheres" because that is hey. <laughs> that is the theme for um, our podcast. So <laughs> a bit of background of that, and then we'll go into your recent project.
0: I'm, I'm so excited that Beautiful Spheres is, is going to be part of a podcast opening team. and it, It's a very dear song to me and it's just one, one uh, very uplifting and happy and it's a love song. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, something you can listen to and, you know, it can give you a good, um, positive, you know, like um, start of a day or something. <laughs>
2: definitely i know that you've also spent some time i know as a champion of women's empowerment you've spent some time with some local artists on various projects and i think mm-hmm. your latest project too close to the sun is the one that centers around female energy and support so can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration for that song and why you think it's so important this whole notion of women coming together really supporting each other
0: i think we, we live in a in a beautiful time to to be a woman and you know women um, I, I mean it's it's been happening you know like I, from from 60s even earlier on onwards but but now we we finally you know like women are are uh, more and more often sticking together, helping women in their community, helping women in other communities around the world, and um, just you know gathering working on projects together, uh, and, uh, thinking you know like um, hel- helping each other in in crisis in times of crisis, and um uh, just being there for for one another and uh, uh I, I think we we it's just just a beautiful time to be a woman right now and uh, too close to the sun is is all about that it's it's about um beautiful divine feminine it's uh, it features um uh, six amazing women from um, all around the world that are really close to to me and um friends of mine and they uh They're all not not only uh, physically very beautiful women, but they're they're also very powerful and amazing women. And I'm I'm so lucky to have had them on on board with me. And it's it's directed also um, by by an amazing uh, female director, Aya Balut. Uh, She's uh, Lebanese, and uh, um, she she. Did such an amazing job, you know, like uh, putting my vision into into this beautiful visual we we got in the end. So, so I'm I'm very happy for it. Mm-hmm. It, it has like moments of, uh, of uh, Greek mythology and and nymphs, and then the beautiful um, uh, beautiful desert uh, moments. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy with it.
2: Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. no, I had the opportunity to um watch the video uh several times on YouTube, so I will tell all our listeners make sure you check it out too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. Do Please do, For <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, I want to go in a little deeper into the song. So, is the sun what does the sun represent in the actual
0: song? Is that a metaphor for something? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so the the line where we're uh the sun is mentioned it's the um it's uh, about the myth of Icarus so the Icarus he flies yeah too close to the sun and that's why he he burns and and uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, metaphorically it 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 means um uh it actually questions you know once um once uh, Plans uh, and uh, you know like people we, we always try to build something, but but sometimes you know we end up uh, sometimes you know like just some some things um, we're, we're trying to to build something and then we kind of um, maybe ruin it you know, and sometimes we seem to make same or similar mistakes, and once we ruin it, we have to go back to the beginning and try and doing something again. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, so that that is what that represents metaphorically. It just um, asks oneself how how many times do we need to repeat c- certain mistakes? How many times do we need to to learn same things over and over? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there there are some things you know i'm always joking with my friends there's some things i thought i learned in my like teens or in my 20s or something but i um uh, i you know I'm, I'm in my 30s and some, some things you know i still yeah <laughs> don't seem to be learned i think you learn like throughout uh, your whole life For sure. so i mean it, i don't say it's necessarily a mistake it was more of a, like a philosophical, personal question. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
2: I, I mean, I, I definitely think it's important to, we hope not to make the same mistake, you know, when we have similar experiences. Um, but I always say, when I think of, obviously I've made several mistakes throughout my life, personal professional. But I always um, ask myself the question: How am I contributing to this? So whether it's exactly. a failed project, etc.
0: I think these things you learn, you know, like with all of these mistakes you you make, you know, like when well, well, later on, you know, like uh, you you as as you're getting more mature, you you start to you know like. Uh, more and more think about the global rather than what's, what's only happening with you and what's on, you know, <laughs> no, no. The, the small problems that you have, you know, like you start to kind of reflect on whatever is going on around you.
2: Now they say sometimes you have to get out of yourself. So when you're having issues, personal issues, whatever it is, thinking of other people can help alleviate your pain and suffering
0: for sure. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so too too close to the sun even though like this this first line sounds like that it it, it's not necessarily a a negative song it's it's more of a it you know like something that that's very introspective it it's just asks a bunch of like philosophical question about a person's um development like their their um Development as as a personality, there exactly that, like becoming more mature. It's not necessarily like a sad song.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't see that as a sad song. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at some of the lyrics. We say when you said we're so close, but we can't see when the world real world kicks in. Why do I always feel like I I want to tell you where to go? Hate waking up. Hate waking up to this feeling.
0: It's actually the first time uh, for for me to analyze it like this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, people ask me, or with with Aya, with the with the director, I I did like try to analyze a bit of it,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: I like to also leave a little bit of of it to to the person that is reading into it. Sure. It is very relatable, and I think with the thing with art is that each and every person who looks into it can, can see different things. So maybe what I see and what I was seeing when I was writing it, um, maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be that. And, you know, like each and every person can, can, can see it uh, through their own thoughts and their own life and their own visions. So
2: Yeah. Everyone definitely brings their own perspective. To whatever it is <laughs> and it's interesting because sometimes you will ask the artist what was the meaning behind this or, I was in the moment and many individuals who are observing maybe it's art or listening to the music they do bring varied interpretations yeah <laughs> that's what makes
0: it unique <laughs>
2: for sure but
0: it is I mean it is it it also in a way like revokes the support from your you know friends again and and the close ones you know like who who are there to to feel your whether if it's pain or learning or changing or or something so it... yeah <laughs> and then, I've, been, I've been for the most of of my life like i've, I've been an um, classical artist or or like an instrumentalist or something and there were so many things that um, we were not very we would not like easily describe with words but rather rather with music definitely that's that's a vehicle for expression for,
2: for yourself and also many musicians as well other recent project I wanted to talk about was um, Too Close to the Sun. Because that also, I'm sorry, white screen. Did I say Too Close to the yeah. Sun? I'm sorry. Because in light of what's happening with COVID 19, it just seems like it's a reminder for us to stand still and reflect on the present moment. A little bit about reflecting also on where we're going. But for me, when I um, listen to the words of the songs and looked at it and reminded me sometimes of my life (laughs) and (laughs) of where I always find myself running, running, whether it's literally running like from one appointment to the next (laughs) or just, you know, ruminating over thoughts that just keep spiraling in my mind and getting, we're all guilty of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They say the monkey mind. I definitely have that. And I am trying to, as I mentioned, I'm working with a coach, but I am trying to be more present and worry less about the doing and more about the being in terms of human beings. Mm-hmm. So I do want you to talk about that in terms of your inspiration for White Screen, what it's taught you as well, and any words of advice for individuals in terms of being still and being, especially now, in the midst of what we're going through. How can you achieve some kind of calm in these moments?
0: It was such a such a weird coincidence that the song came out like I don't know. we were like few days into lockdown. Mm-hmm. I actually like started writing it uh, in in uh, autumn last year okay. and by the time it got like mixed mastered and uh, by the time I submitted it to the distributors and and whatnot, you know, it, it came out actually at the, at the at at this time, and that was so interesting to see because it, in so many ways it resembles our situation right now. Yeah. What what I was I was writing initially wasn't wasn't obviously about this. It was it was um, it was uh, more. Simply about uh, you know, as, as you said, like our, our us getting just caught up with with so many things we have to do throughout the day, and uh, and just running from one place to another, and uh, uh, just just kind of like getting lost in in all of that, you know, being omnipresent everywhere, you know, in in social media being everywhere you know like in a bunch of like social gatherings and social activities and trying to be present for our families and friends and and in in all of that you know we we start to lose the sense of of oneself we start to lose you know like the idea the initial idea of where we were going to and and, and there is something the concept i had behind it was like that no matter how fast you run mm-hmm. the time is always gonna run faster and um, that that made me write it usually like my my favorite songs mm-hmm. and i i write them you know like within a, a day or or something you know like I, just, the word just come and come out of me and the, the music also so and these, these always happen to be my my favorite songs there there are other ones that that I, I take more time with, but the, with with this particular one, it it just uh, somehow you know like felt like it it uh, needed to be there, mm-hmm. and, and it was it was so so beautiful. I, I went to the studio and uh, I wrote it like the night before, and uh, I wasn't sure like what kind of melody I want to have with it, and but I I just came and I had like this. Um, Vibraphone intro and in, and in, uh, as as an idea, so I recorded that, and uh, and then just went into a booth and uh, just started singing and somehow you know like it was it was there it was it was really beautiful to to see, and um, there is this part in the end that is like probably my favorite part. It's it's the part with the choir. Where I actually like laid down a bunch of um, choir like uh vocals mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's kind of a part of a song where where you you finally come to some sort of a peace some sort of comfort um, with with somebody you you find the closest to yourself and uh, it's it's kind of like uh I don't know, it's, it's the, the moment of peace in, in a song.
2: and I think all of us could benefit from <laughs> trying to stillness <laughs> this in our lives. And something I could say sometimes I struggle with myself. Um, like I've mentioned, I definitely sometimes feel like I'm just running some days. I don't want to say needlessly, but <laughs> I feel like I'm going in circles. That's what I should
0: say. I know. Yeah. I, I think it's it's a i wouldn't say like a a disease but um I don't know it's it's something that uh, I, I was gonna say disease of our time, but i mean maybe disease is too strong word, but it is something that is very symptomatic for like all all the people who live in and in, in our time you know like just trying to to cope with everything. We we live in such a um, hyper productive time. We live in such a time where you know you have so much content everywhere and your senses are constantly like oversaturated with with things, you know, and it's kind of very hard to filter yep. through that. And um uh, and yeah like we we are I think as a generation we're still learning how to cope with all of that you know like to stay uh, grounded but at the same time to kind of stay very you know ambitious and to follow our dreams and to at the same time you know have meaningful relationships around us so it's it's a hard task
2: (laughs) it's not an easy thing to do (laughs) Yeah, it's something I'm working on uh, currently. And I usually try to ask
1: myself, am I more interested in being
0: productive or being present? Is there some things that you always kind of, uh, we, we always have to balance out? Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I feel way happier, you know, if I'm, if I'm just present,
2: mm-hmm. as, as
0: you said. Like there are moments where I crave to be productive. Mm-hmm. And I think with the right amount of balance between two yeah I mean that's that's at least like the cure i'm <laughs> I'm thinking of right now I, I I think it's 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 learning process. I think every generation has something to to deal with that their that, you know like the technology of their time and the the, the social affairs of their time bring. So, I think this is something our generation constantly goes through. Okay. And uh, the, the, the interesting thing and something that uh, makes it easier is that, uh, you know, we all know that other people are also going through that and, and you know, that, that we're not alone in it.
2: Yeah. We're all <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exactly. I, I was sitting like a recent, uh, before all of this,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with with a group of friends, and and uh, we we're all like around a similar age and stuff, and we were we were all like saying like there were just different situations and different people, but basically we were like just saying the same things. <laughs>
2: No, I, I definitely think I, I definitely need to practice that idea of stillness more in my life for sure. So, how would you say, um, now that you're more aware, you know, trying to achieve stillness, how have you made that shift so far in your life in terms of practicing the being, being present, whether it's for yourself, your family, your friends? How are you practicing that currently? This
0: is, I mean, this is actually a perfect time to make like good use of, of the situation we're in mm-hmm. because we we all have like a lot of time now and uh, i don't know just by, by uh, i think acknowledging your 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 feelings and your thoughts and and just not being afraid to think and feel you know and to do you know like just dwell deeper in in to what you're doing that that's already a good step to start with Mm -hmm. and for for me obviously writing it really helps I mean music many people think of writing as therapeutic for me it's not maybe necessarily that therapeutic as a uh, just makes me realize certain things you know Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah that, that could also be therapeutic I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> some people they actually when they write they feel better after it i don't necessarily feel better i wasn't feeling bad to begin with but uh i, I just kind of makes things more clear for me and yeah. uh, i mean i don't think there is like a universal uh, idea of it i mean i, I like i'm, I'm into you know, meditation and yoga as well. So, so that that can also help. But I mean, anything that bring that, that you feel that can bring you closer to yourself and to to your closest uh, ones. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you know like it, it's good to start you know doing things.
2: You know, like
0: to I, I think everything makes uh, everything counts.
2: It's interesting that you talked about writing. Um, not necessarily being therapeutic. For me, I do write in the journal every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the- a year, a complete year of writing. Uh, so you know, I try not to miss. If I do miss a day, I definitely make sure I try not to miss two days. so if I accidentally miss a day because I'm too tired at the end of the night to write in it, but it has become a form of therapy.
0: I wouldn't say therapy, but that's
2: amazing. Yeah, meditation for me. I actually got the idea from a writer who talks about... She actually uses it as kind of like a brain dump where it's like a stream of consciousness writing. So it's journal writing. She calls it The Morning Pages. It's Julie Cameron called... I think her book is called The Writers... I'll have to look it up. I can't remember. The Art of Writing, something cool. But she talks about keeping a morning journal, morning pages, and basically... Our idea behind it is that if you dump everything that's on your mind, and it can, you could literally go from one thought to the next, um, that will help clear your mind for the day. Unfortunately, I'm not an early riser, but
0: I end up doing yeah. the evening, but it's still a good thing. Same, same, as is the same over
2: here. <laughs> i become the evening pages,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> not the morning pages. Oh, it's called The Artist Way. The Artist Way. It's a brilliant book, and I think it's published, I think, last year, the 25th anniversary of it. And Many um, artists, musicians actually use some of her ideas. I'm not saying I've used everything, but I've appropriated some of her ideas in the book. And it's a way that um, she wrote it initially with the thought of helping writers and artists to become unblocked. And of course, mm-hmm. this is a process that she used, and she found it was helpful to actually write it down so other artists and writers and creatives could become unblocked
0: so i should totally read it yeah <laughs> it. it gave me you give me such a good idea you know like to i haven't been writing journal like in, in ages
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I, I think it's 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 a such a good idea because you know like sometimes it can just turn into lyric
2: mm-hmm. or
0: something And we have uh, you know like especially nowadays with all of our lives, you know, where everything is happening, it's good to write it down, you know, because sometimes maybe you would want to remember something. Yeah. But, uh, but you, you might not be able to, and it's, it's so good to have it in writing. Yes. We'll definitely
2: send that on to you. Thank you, Alexandra. We are just going to wrap up. This is just our first mini session. so I'm going to ask you one more question. Are there any words of inspiration that you have or songs that you find outside of your own music that you find particularly inspiring at this current time?
0: There is, yeah, the, the first one that comes to my mind is um, a song called Upright by um, Abri and uh, Ali Thief. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, from their new album called Malam. Mm-hmm. which uh, which in uh, arabic means teacher and it's it's a beautiful beautiful album and that song uh, that song in particular uh really kind of um calls for for unity and all of us staying together upright and it's it's a it's a beautiful song it's also also made in dubai so oh. Yeah, I recommend people people yeah, listen to it.
2: How can people actually listen to it?
0: I think it Spotify and, and Apple Music, iTunes, and Deezer, and I think it's it's available in all on all platforms. Awesome,
2: awesome. Well, we'll, be, we'll definitely be listening to that, and also her <laughs> recent work, "Too Close to the Sun" in White Screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's available. I know on too close to the sun, I've definitely seen the video on YouTube. So I would say check it out on YouTube. White screen is on Spotify and other platforms. Can you tell us, Alexander?
0: I try to keep them on, on all platforms. So, like, because in, in different countries, Serbia, for example, I, I don't think there is Spotify in there yet. So they have Deezer mm-hmm. and uh, YouTube, obviously. Uh, but over here, yeah, it's it's also available on Spotify and Anghami and and iTunes and um, Apple Music and a few other other platforms. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I try to keep it uh, as as available as possible. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, congratulations on your recent work. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for 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 uh, for being so amazing and and actually like paying so much attention to details and for, for such a lovely conversation. Uh, thank you. Um, we want to thank you for taking your time,
2: and we will be sure to follow you on all platforms, and we'll also put that in the show notes. But as I mentioned to our guests, this is just um, part one. Um, we are testing out this new platform to make sure we get the most maximized (laughs) with Alexander Kerstich. So thank you very much.
0: And we'll be talking to everyone soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stay safe and stay home and um, can't wait to see you in person once all this is done.
1: Yes. Thank you, Alexander. (laughs) Thank you. Music on this podcast is provided by Alexander Kerstich. The composition is titled Beautiful Spheres which was released on April 3rd, 2019. Alexander Kerstich can be found on Facebook at Alexander Kerstich and on Instagram at Alexander Kerstich underscore official.
0: Your luck gives me wings to fly. Your luck gives me wings. Your luck gives me wings to fly. You luck gives me wings.